Hi, I'm Jeff Grayson. This is the second half of a two-part interview. The guys have left the locker room. The halftime adjustments have been made. I think we can expect nothing less than 110%. It's season four of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. It's Chris Meyer, as always, with my co-host, my trusty co-host, Jim Martin. Hello, friends and family. Friends and family. Sounds like a discount of some sort. <laughs> it does. But I think we're all family here. You know, we're one big bait and switch podcast family, don't you think? Yeah, maybe we can have a bait and switch friends and family discount. That would be nice, right? Maybe yeah. we could get health insurance that way, right? Yeah. Have maybe we can incorporate it. Yeah. Bait and switch LLC, something <laughs> right, like that. Something. So there's something there. Actually, you know what? That kind of ties in with our guest tonight, you know, talking about the financial situations. Uh, you know that I uh, I go down to Illinois to visit my girlfriend frequently, Ingrid, and you've yep. met Ingrid, obviously. Oh, yes. And she lives in a little town there, and it's kind of, you know, half suburban, half rural type area. And there's a bunch of little incorporated villages down there. And and each of these villages has their own city hall and their, their government officials and whatnot. And one of her neighbors, Kirsten Thurston, which is kind of a fun name. I got to ask her about that. Hmm, and okay. so she's a city comptroller. And we've had different political figures on. We had the mayor of Wauwatosa. Yep. Yep. And we had uh, a uh, alderman. alderman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hey, let's get another politician on. And, you know, this comptroller thing, I'm really not exactly sure what that's all about. And so I thought, hey, we got somebody we can talk to her about that. The name of the town is called Valley Heights. That sounds a little odd. Is it okay. high or is it low? I'm not sure. Yeah, Valley Heights. Right. Yeah, Valley that's a Heights. little. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is it just a plains then? <laughs> is that what that means? <laughs> just cancel each other out. That name. She's a city comptroller, and her name is Kirsten Thurston. Welcome, Kirsten Thurston. Hi, Kirsten. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being here. You know, Kirsten Thurston, that's kind of a fun name. Uh, what was your maiden name, like Smith or something like that? <laughs> no, funny enough, it was Durston. You were Kirsten Durston? I, yeah. And I was thinking of hyphenating it to be Kirsten Kirst- Durston Thurston, but I thought that was too much. I like that. I think you should try. I think you should. I, I would have liked it. <laughs> Kirsten Durston Thurston. Well, welcome. Anyway. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I want to thank you for coming on our show because you know, we, tried to, we tried to organize this interview over the course of the last couple, four or five weeks here. And we, we got you on the day just before you're about to go on vacation. Where are you headed? Uh, to the Caymans. I'm so excited. Oh, oh nice. Caymans. Caymans. Oh, I've never been there. No, me either. Yeah, Sounds warm. So, Kirsten, could you tell us a little bit? We were talking a little bit about this b- before we went on the air, but uh, or before we started talking to you, I guess. Uh, what exactly is a comptroller? Can you tell us that a little bit? Talk to- oh, well, what I do is pretty complicated. And it's really very boring. I, I, I'm sure your your listeners aren't that interested. You know, mostly I just do it because I want to give back. I believe very much in the concept of public service mm-hmm. and the pay it's nominal. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't do this job for the money, but yeah, I mean, hmm. all these little small town things, you know, people mainly do it just because they've got these skills and they want to give back. You know, I always appreciate it when I hear that, you know, people that have got skills and, and want to kind of almost volunteer their services to help out. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Sure, and yeah. so Chris, how did you, how did you meet Ingrid? Well, I met Ingrid online. And I put in a radius of 50 miles and I worked my way backwards. Most people would pick the people next door, but I, I started at 50 miles and worked my way in. And she lives at about 49.8 miles. 
And uh, <laughs> had she lived across the street, I probably would have never met her. But as it turns out, uh, she was within that last two tenths of a mile. So that's how I met her. Oh, that's great. I love that story. So she's yeah. a great girl, as you know. Yeah. She's a great neighbor. She, and she's a big fan of yours. Getting back to the comptroller thing, we've had other politicians on. So our audience has gotten used to listening to politicians. So I think they'd be interested in, in what you do and what a comptroller does. That's one of those weird terms you hear, comptroller. You don't know what it means. So you know, what does a comptroller do? Well, well I'll, I'll, attempt to, I'll attempt to break it down for you. You know, a comptroller, it, it's a management level position responsible for supervising the quality of accounting and financial reporting of an organization. Mm-hmm. You know, a financial comptroller is a senior level executive who acts as the head of accounting and oversees the preparation of financial reports like balance sheets and income statements or oftentimes the comptroller can also be called a comptroller general auditor general or comptroller and auditor general, Mm -hmm. the external auditor of the budget execution of government and of government owned companies. Mm. You know, essentially the comptroller is effectively the chief financial officer of a public body. Mm. In business management, the comptroller is closer to a chief audit executive uh, holding a senior role in internal audit functions. Mm-hmm. But generally, the title encompasses a variety of responsibilities, you know, overseeing accounting, monitoring internal controls, countersigning expenses and commitments, mm. you know. Mm. Well, that sounds, uh, that sounds really involved and, and, and really challenging and difficult to me. Um, can you uh, can you go into a little more detail, maybe? Uh, so, and I, I, I think it just seems like there's a lot of heady, wordy stuff in there. Is there anything we could do to kind of break this down a little bit more and help our, our listeners understand this a little bit better? No, well, I can't imagine they'd be interested. Well, well <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think we got we got a show to do here. Right, so. right, right, right. So, I mean, for, just for example, you said uh, you act as the head of accounting on a city level, then. Well, I mean, not exactly. In our town, we have a staff accountant who handles the day-to-day accounting needs, but that's a non-elected position. She answers to me. You guys really pay attention and you're really doing your homework here. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we try. We try. Yeah. Um, okay. So you kind of oversee the preparation of financial reports like balance sheets and income statements, that kind of thing? Well, actually, in our city, the city treasurer handles those functions. Oh, okay. Okay. So you must do a lot of work, maybe serving like as the external auditor of the budget. That must take up a lot of your time, right? Um, my sister-in-law actually does that kind of work for the company that she works for. And so I'm, I'm familiar with that a little bit, that kind of thing. Oh, really? Your sister is also a comptroller? <laughs> uh, well, she, I mean, you know, she does similar work for the company she works for. Yeah, my sister-in-law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Well, yeah. in our town of Valley Heights, we leave those duties to the city controller, not the city comptroller. Oh, the controller, oh, okay. not the comptroller. Um, yeah, well, you talk about how, you know, this isn't really that big of a deal in terms of what you get paid. What, what, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to ask this question, but people, it's probably public record. What does this pay? Well, I mean, only $40,000. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. A quarter. Yeah. 40000 so, a quarter. So like. 160000 a year then? I really, it's just something I do to give back. I mean, I'm not really concerned about the pay. Okay, well, I, mean, I, I can see <laughs> I guess, where you might not be concerned right, about the pay. Right. Um, what about benefits? Uh, do you get any benefits in addition to your uh, your meager salary? Just dental. Dental, just dental. 
and vision and medical. No deductibles. But there is a copay of 50. $50. 50 cents, or, or we like to say 50 cent back at City Hall. <laughs> very hip. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, so what, uh, well, let's see, we got, we've got a lot of, uh, you got a pretty good salary, actually. And um, we've got some good benefits. What about a, a pension? You guys get a pension? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, hold on. Did you say a pension? Yeah, we do get a pension after 12 months. I thought you said, do we get free Netflix? We don't get free Netflix anymore. Okay. We do get Amazon Prime Video. Okay. Okay. So uh, so you do all this just because you want to give back. Exactly. I am a public servant. Sure. Uh Yeah, public servant. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I come down to visit this little town down there in Illinois. When I'm yeah, busy. I'm hoping you move down there one day. <laughs> I'm not quite so sure because, you know, actually, I've been thinking about that. It's a nice town, and you always kind of investigate things when you're when you're thinking about uh, coming to a, a place potentially in the future. And so I was looking on the web, and actually, I'm a little concerned about this town that Ingrid lives in, the one that you live in, because it's in pretty rough financial shape. Are you aware of this? Well, there are always financial challenges. That's why I took the job to volunteer my services. Oh, oh, volunteer. Oh, so you're not collecting your salary then? Well, I mean, I was told I had to accept my compensation against my wishes by the comptroller. But by the comptroller? Wait, aren't you the comptroller? Oh, did I say comptroller? I meant to say the treasurer and the common council and the mayor. So that decision was beyond my pay grade. Too bad for you that they're they're forcing you to take that money, huh? Right. And those benefits. Yeah, go figure. So what's the story about this about I hear about the village or I'm reading online about the village being on the verge of being insolvent. I understand there's a two million dollar shortfall. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to fix. I mean, sometimes when you first walk into a job, difficult things are just thrown right in your lap. So this is your first term? Well, actually, I just started my fourth two-year term. Boy, does time fly. So are you saying the town has always had these financial issues? You know, the field of economics is a confusing and really a very dry issue. I don't want to bore you with all the tedious calculations. Just suffice it to say, market and fiscal conditions have led to difficulties in that arena. Wait, what what arena are we talking about? See, it's confusing. I'm just looking forward to ending my time as a public servant and letting the next generation of stewards take over. Didn't you just start this term? Yeah, that's true. But, you know, it might be a good idea to just bow out and soak up some sun at my place in the Caymans. (laughs) Your place? You have a place in the Caymans now. I thought you'd just go on vacation. I'm really tight on time, guys. Can can we wrap this up? I guess we could. Chris... Do you see? I think she did. She leave? I think she did. Yeah, the, she's gone. This is going to be a little awkward when I go visit Ingrid next time. <laughs> Do you see Kirsten regularly or what? Uh, well, uh, well, she's not going to be there for a while because well, that's, yeah, that's like she's going to the Caymans. She's going to be in the Caymans now. Well, anyway, this well, is going to be a little awkward next time yeah. I see her. If I see her again, who knows? Right. Well, well that Jim, was interesting. Uh, <laughs> that kind of uh, was a lot shorter than I thought it was going right. to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, All right. Well, kind of leaves well, us well, a little awkward here too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris. Yeah. Here we are. Well, All right. Well, let's wrap it up, and uh, we'll see if next time we can uh, extend our conversation with whoever we get on a little bit more than that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> have to have to uh, review our interviewing skills, I think. But uh, all right, Chris. Well, we'll right. talk to you next week, I guess. See you next time. All right. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for our season four finale when Wauwatosa Mayor Dennis McBride gets to hear an interesting real estate proposal. You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.